that was such a great moment where I recognized the amount of missed opportunities that I'm, I guarantee are happening on a daily basis that our needs and wants are actually the answer, meaning that our the thing that it is that we want to manifest, somebody might be trying to get rid of it. Somebody might be sending it off to the trash. And because we're not brave enough to ask for those needs and wants to be met, we're missing out and those things are ending up in the garbage. So it just got me really looking at the idea of sales in such a different way that our asking is actually the answer to somebody else's needs. Welcome back in visionaries to the dream into being podcast where mind science, transformational psychology and magic all merge into one. If you're ready to dream again and transcend the inertia of what you've known, then I invite you to join me, your host and envisioneer, Kat Divine, in expanding the boundaries of your own fantasia by remembering that you are the master you've been waiting for. Welcome, Envisionaries, to another episode of The Abundance Experiment. As I mentioned previously, I am going to be sharing uh, some really amazing archived footage from an experiment that I did back in the beginning of 2022 called The Abundance Experiment. It was a really great live 30-day container with some beta testers to essentially just share my own personal revelations about what I discovered in my journey and kind of cherry pick the things that I felt had been the biggest game changers in my process. So today's video is no exception. And this one, this particular topic is so good. It actually still gives me butterflies till this day. And I even say that in the intro for the video you're about to watch because, you know, there is something really, there is something really key about learning how to do this. And I will say it's a process. It is a retuning and a rewiring of the nervous system because when we have a certain way of being and a certain way of showing up and getting our needs met in life, it can be a big challenge to actually rewire that and become a new person that no longer has the internal battles and just shows up the way that works in their highest alignment and their highest good, specifically when it comes to manifesting abundance, which I know we are all calling in. Otherwise, you would not be watching this video right now. So before we hop into that video, I'm just going to share a really amazing quick tip that came into my life not that long ago. I want to say last month, a friend of mine invited me to a mentor seminar, and it was maybe 15 people. It was actually at a movie theater. It was really interesting. And they had several speakers touching on different topics around success. And the one that left its mark on me was specific to this subject that we're going to dive into. And so the video is all about asking you shall receive. And so of course, we're going to be focusing on the asking part. And 
how how you can look at it in a way that maybe is not quite so frightening because it's something that for me at least was incredibly paralyzing and really once I was willing to feel the discomfort of asking for my needs and wants to be met regardless of if they came through the channel I was asking them from it was more so about the practice and so I want to share with you what this mentor shared with me that really has, uh, it was just the perfect reminder for me because I have been going through my own revamp of the abundance experiment process. And one thing I'll share with you guys, again, this channel is all about authenticity, transparency, vulnerability, and pulling the curtain back to what the realities are. And for somebody like me who studies these things and actively participates in rewiring my neural networks, it still is a challenge. I know that sounds nuts, but I still have physical reactions because of all the fears that surround it, whether it be abandonment, rejection, neglect, unworthiness, you know, all those things, uh, it seems to trigger up those fears when I step into the world of asking. So I'm coming into a season of my life soon where I won't be working for one large main client and I'll be opening myself up to the universe of all of you and my future audience. And I'll be doing a lot more asking. I'll be doing a lot more sales calls. I'll be doing a lot more presentations and creating more opportunities for myself and others to step into beautiful experiences. And part of that is the learning how to ask for more. So this angel came into my life and she shared something that was so perfect for me to hear at the time that I really wanted to share it with you guys. So I noticed when I was thinking ahead to the season in my life that's coming up, I did have some old fears that were getting kicked up. And my first thought was, hmm, maybe I should look into hiring a sales coach or a sales mentor or somebody to really help me take that skill to the next level. And Interestingly enough, some other part of me inside was like, no, I don't want to have anything to do with that. I don't know why it just felt yucky and gross. <laughs> it's not, but I think that there are ways that sales have been approached that do feel that way. And so I was kind of rejecting that idea. And this woman showed up at that seminar and she shared her perspective that was the perfect answer to my dilemma. And essentially, she shared the key to sales without it being sales. And gosh, I really wish that I knew her name. I think I might have her business card somewhere. So if I can find it, I will share her information because uh, she sounds like a phenomenal coach and mentor. But she shared a story about some keys to successful people. And the first one was asking for more. That was her number one thing for becoming a success in your own life is getting really good at asking for more. And she said it was her son that actually taught her this lesson. And I'll just briefly recap what the story was. It was really cute. So something along the lines of they were at Disneyland and her son was really wanting those big giant balloons that are super expensive. And 
she was in a space where she did not want to spend that money on those balloons. And somehow he was just so committed that he was going to manifest those for himself that he did, but in such a unique, beautiful, wonderful way that his story touched me, which is now touching you. So what a powerful thing. Anyways, he sees this woman, they're walking out to their car, leaving the park. He sees this woman carrying six of those balloons and he just out of excitement runs up to her and has this conversation with her. And a minute or so later comes running back to the car. His mom was sharing with us with all six balloons in his hand with a big old smile. And she was kind of in shock thinking, what? just happened. What did you say to get these balloons? And he said that he walked up to this woman with so much joy and was like, where did you get these balloons from? And it turns out that she was actually a housekeeper at the Disneyland Resort Hotel and that the guests that were staying there had to fly home and that they had to leave their balloons and they asked her if she would throw them out in the garbage. And so because, you know, because he was there, he asked her if he could have them. And she said, of course. And so that was such a great moment where I recognized the amount of missed opportunities that I I guarantee are happening on a daily basis, that our needs and wants are actually the answer, meaning that our the thing that it is that we want to manifest somebody might be trying to get rid of it somebody might be sending it off to the trash and because we're not brave enough to ask for those needs and wants to be met we're missing out and those things are ending up in the garbage so it just got me really looking at the idea of sales in such a different way that our asking is actually the answer to somebody else's needs. Does that make sense? So essentially what the key takeaway was and how she mentors people is that she said there is a process that occurs through small asking for more on a consistent basis. And so this is something I'm adopting in my own life. And wow, I'm amazed at I think I was getting stuck on thinking I was only to be asking for more on the big things. And then, of course, because it wasn't happening that often, I would do it. I would have my fear response. I would get my answer, you know, positive or negative. And then there would be a long duration between me making another ask. And so I noticed that my nervous system never quite caught up and never got to the place of just being super relaxed and super confident about the asking. So her remedy, which is brilliant, is to start with the little things and to do it in very small ways where it's not, it's not a big ask. It could be something as simple as asking for extra avocado at uh, the restaurant, having your salad and asking for it to be free of charge. Maybe they will, maybe they won't, but the if that's not the point. The point is that you're actually asking and that you're actually working out that muscle. And it just happened with me today. Actually, there was something I had ordered on Amazon that got totally demolished in transport. And so it's just been a long wait for me to get this piece of furniture. And I've been kind of going back and forth with the company because I still really, really want it. 
And I thought, oh, this might be a good opportunity to ask, is there anything that they'd be willing to do to accommodate the delay? And it was a super small partial refund, but that's like enough for me to buy something else that I want. Uh, so I thought that was a big win because it was one of those things, if they said no, I wouldn't have cared, right? But it was such a great reminder of these little ways to ask for more so that our nervous system becomes attuned and that we become more confident, especially when it's time for the big asks that we are not in so much fear. So I just wanted to share that again, if I can figure out this woman's name and her contact information, I will post it in the description box below because that story was exactly what I needed to hear at the right moment. And I'm telling you, I am moving forward in a way that is not filled with fear and is filled with so much more play. So uh, I'm excited to share the video with you. Again, this is an archived video that has never been shared with the public. And yeah, I think it'll give you a good example of where this particular skill might really start changing the game for you when it comes to manifesting abundance in your life. So I'm really curious to hear what your thoughts are on with what I just shared with you and also what is coming up in the video. So please enjoy. Welcome back in visionaries to day 19 of the abundance experiment. So today is one of those topics that still just does give me butterflies when I have to face it myself because we all really have been very, very conditioned to not ask for our needs and wants clearly and directly. So I will share with you guys an experience that I had re fairly recently that really just very much opened my eyes to the fact that if we don't ask for exactly what we want in a very clear and kind way, it is next to impossible for it to show up and manifest. If you think about creative energy, it's always flowing to and through us. And essentially, imagine it kind of like water moving through pipes. So water is this malleable material that will change its form depending on the structure that it's moving through. So if you've got pipes going like that, that's the form that the water is going to take. So exactly the same with creative energy and how when we receive it, it's going to move through the structure that we provide it with. So we'll be talking more and more about bringing more clarity to what is it that we are wanting. If we don't have that clarity and we just ask for evidence of prosperity, maybe it'll show up and we'll just miss it because we weren't specifically looking for that, or it just won't show up because it has no clear guidance from us. So I'm going to share with you guys a story that just really brought this home for me. When we're children, many of us grew up in situations with our caregivers uh, that, again, this is not the blame game, you guys, at all. The sooner we can put down those hammers, the better for everybody. Forgiveness is such a beautiful gift that when we choose that, that is what we receive as well. 
So, however, I do want to shed some light on what happens when we are children and we aren't taught how to communicate properly. So when we're young, we may be in a situation where our needs and our wants are just simply not a priority. And what happens to us is we start, we're again, we're very creative beings, even at that age, we will figure out other ways to get our needs met. Where this can get complicated is especially for empaths and sensitive beings, we develop very creative ways to get our needs met. And this can be things like, you know, emotional outbursts um, or total emotional shutdown and withdrawal, which can then lead to addictive tendencies and behaviors. This can also turn into like elaborate storytelling and over-exaggerating and or not truth-telling, right? Or it can be, it can show up in the form of victim mentality or just complaining about our lives, believing that we are powerless. So all of those manifestations are the seeds of both mental and physical illness. And again, when I share these things with you guys, it comes from a place of sincere compassion because I have been there and I have animated these things and I, you know, I've just chosen to forgive myself for them. And it's amazing that the people in my life have been so gracious to forgive me too, because we're all just learning. We're all on this path together. We're all walking each other home. So once you do understand a little bit more about your own dark passenger, and hopefully we'll get to some of that in some of the live calls, you'll start developing this capacity to one, I mean, we've been talking a lot about values. So hopefully by now you guys have a better idea of the things that you actually want. And then what are your expectations around that when it comes to dealing with other people or working with other people, or even just being in a relationship with other people, like what is it that we're expecting? And then communicating those expectations or desires kindly and in a way that is a win-win for everybody, where everybody is increased because of it. And until we develop those skills, what will happen is we'll simply not ask for what we want or we will create a lot of drama and hoping that somebody will notice and give us what we want, which I was an expert at and was not very successful in getting my needs met. So that way doesn't work. Yeah. So again, this comes back to total self-empowerment and total personal responsibility. And as soon as you know what you want, developing that muscle to be brave and to ask for it, ask and you shall receive, right? I mean, gosh, this one thing really I'm seeing, no matter, even with the butterflies, we can do it. We can totally do it. Just commit to feeling uncomfortable and you'll get through it and you'll get your needs met. And then you'll find that it's not quite as scary as you may have thought. And it's not connected to your sense of worth because you've already chosen worth for yourself. So here's a really great example of how this can manifest in your favor or not. So I think this was last year. I was in my own experiment and I was really wanting to create abundance for myself and other people. And again, I still hadn't quite learned how to ask for what I wanted. And I was still depending on other people to read my mind and guess and for them to show up generously. 
And here's the thing. It's not that people are not generous, but we are also conditioned to be self-focused that we simply don't know to pay attention unless we have developed ourselves that way. So this is not anything personal. If somebody has not noticed you and given you your due, it very likely they didn't even think about it. It just wasn't in their consciousness. So if we can just forgive that and let go of this being a personal problem, um, because it's not. So I had encountered an opportunity to, uh, a friend of mine was helping people to get loans uh, when all of these things were going on with the government. Um, So like business loans. And part of the one that he was creating or helping people with included, not only did you get your loan, but you also get a $10,000, I guess, grant, but $10,000 in free money, essentially. And at the time, I didn't have my business launched or anything, you know, that I could apply for. So it was off the table for me. However, you know, thinking outside the box, I'm like, oh, but I know other people that would love this opportunity. And so in my mind, I was telling myself, oh, okay, if I present this opportunity that I can show you how to get a free $10,000 grant, in my mind, I was hoping that they would see that and be like, oh, I'll just give you half. So in my mind, I'm thinking I'm creating $5,000 for myself. And so the story I kind of call is the difference between $500 and $5,000. And this didn't happen just once, but twice. So um, yeah, fast forward, I made that connection and I never asked for what it was that I was expecting or not even expecting, but hoping for. I was just hoping that that would be something that they would see and be inspired to share. And these are very generous, kind, giving people. So it's not that there was anything like malicious or anything. They didn't even do anything wrong. They simply, it was not in their consciousness to think about my needs because I was not asking for them to be met, right? So what happened was one of them was really gracious and kind. And as a thank you, gave me $500. And that's, I mean, that's very huge and very generous. And because my expectation was so different that I was very disappointed and a little bit upset. And then the second person didn't think to do anything at all. And looking back, that was not their fault, right? I did not communicate. I was not brave enough to say, hey, I have this opportunity. Here's what I would like from it. What do you guys think? And we have since had conversations about this in terms of how could I have shown up differently and communicated? And both of them said exactly the same thing. If that was what we knew we were agreeing to, then we would have had the power of free will and choice. And we would have done it. Of course, we would have honored you if we knew that's what you were wanting. But I didn't bring this up until after the fact, until they had received their money and had already had plans for it. So at that point, it wasn't, it wasn't the right thing for me to ask for anything after the fact. 
And I'm learning this lesson over and over and over in some other relationships of, wow, gosh, how much are we leaving on the table when we're creating opportunities for people? How much are we leaving? Because we're simply just not asking for ourselves to be recognized or honored, right? So this continues to be something that I am working on and letting go of disappointment, letting go of anger, letting go of frustration, resentment, all of that. I just, I want to let it go because that there's, there's not even an amount of money that is worth it to me to have to carry those burdens. I just don't want them to be a part of my life. So now I'm just getting much more brave and much more clear about upfront before I make an agreement with anybody to really flesh out in my mind, what is it that I would like from this and to very clearly communicate that so that that person feels honored that they have free will and that they can make a very clear choice, yes or no, if that feels good to them or at least have some room to renegotiate so that it is a win-win. Like if we can come to it from that perspective, how can this be communicated to be a win-win? And then the other thing is, is simplicity. Guys, uh, this is something that I can't remember his name, the guy that teaches story branding. He did all kinds of psychology studies And he said that people don't do necessarily what the best thing is for them to do, or they don't even buy the best products. They do and buy the things that they understand. Bottom line, there is no other way around it. If we don't understand something, it is a no for us. So coming back to, I have, I had created, you know, an attempt to, I guess, protect myself from the fear of disappointment I would create these elaborate opportunities for people that they just simply couldn't even understand. And even though in my mind, it was a solution, it was, there was too much to communicate where that was also a missed opportunity. So I'm learning like, okay, so this is all about clarity and simplicity and win-win. And man, if you guys can figure that out, And every person that you go into business with or a relationship with, if that is the goal, then it will be very, very prosperous and you will get your needs met and it will be in a really exciting way that everybody feels very good about. So this has has been and continues to be such a big lesson for me and, you know, everything that I discover and learn to make this this part of the process a little bit less scary. I will continue to hone those skills and I will continue to share them. And it's just bottom line. If we can get to those three things, win-win, simplicity, and clarity, then we can create anything. And again, this is not just financial. This is absolutely anything, creative projects, relationships, friends, communities, businesses, just creative projects in general, whatever it is, there's always that enrollment process. And, you know, we call that sales, but it's more just how can we meet the needs of everybody in a way that feels good? It boils down to that. And I expect that learning this skill, because it is a skill, will just give us more confidence and give us more empowerment to create with much more ease. 
So hopefully this uh, was a good lesson in terms of where we can all step up and again, create some more clarity for ourselves. And also where can we put the hammer down? Where can we look at our past and let go of maybe some of the stories that we have about where we think others, other people didn't show up and maybe it all comes back to, did we even communicate what we were looking for or wanting or needing? We have been in a very elaborate game of charades for way too long. So let's do our part. Let's get really, really clear. And let's just become amazingly powerful, kind, generous communicators. So hopefully you guys are having a wonderful day and I will see you in the next video. Wow. I have to say, I really actually am having so much fun re-watching these videos from last year. And as you can see, I even attempted to recreate the outfit. <laughs> um, but yes, it is really, really fun for me to see what, what I was like not even that long ago. And again, still how relevant these same lessons are. And that even I am the student. I am constantly learning from things that I was teaching years ago. And I think it's just such a great reminder that we are never finished and that the journey will always continue. And why not? It's actually really, really fun to continue to hone our skills and get better and better at our practices, especially when it comes to manifesting abundance. So I would love to find out what you guys thought of this video. Was it helpful? What were your key takeaways? And the biggest invitation is what can you do today to start asking for more in your life? And again, starting with the little things so that when the big things appear, then your body, your nervous system, your mind, body, spirit, soul will all be aligned and very, very confident to take that next step because I'm telling you, your wants and needs are actually the answer to other people's wants and needs and that this is a whole beautiful cycle and that it is so crucial for us to tap into the power of our voice and to speak these things out and create from a place of abundance. And so I'll close out this video with my own ask for the day. And that is if you haven't already, could you please like and subscribe? It's really going to help my channel grow because I'm such a brand new baby channel. And I really do want to get these kinds of teachings out into the world because can you even imagine how different our society would function if we were all coming from a place of prosperity instead of fear? Also, as I mentioned in all of my interviews, if any of you out there that are watching this and you've had any kind of transformation around any of our experiment topics, then I would love to invite you to reach out to me. You can find my email in the description box below and let me know what your story was so I can have you on the show to share it with the rest of the world because your story is so important and is actually what matters. So thanks so much again for watching. And I hope this episode reminded you that you are the master that you've been waiting for. I'll see you in the next episode.